Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me. And I'm back in the garden and I'm up early. It's actually about quarter past six because there's a lot going on in the short household today. Um, so I've got this to do and I've got a run to get out of the way and I've got to get back because we've got birthday party celebrations going on. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get straight on with a little bit of that twangy guitar. <laughs> I fear I have to start with concrete. Uh, I don't know how I don't start with concrete, actually. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, it's it's so much of a metaphor as to be unbelievable, really. Um, I mean, every one of of the single um, sort of comments around roofs falling in and uh, everything crumbling and all those kind of things to the point where. When I was thinking about an episode title for this week, there were too many own goals with the concrete, uh, not own goals, but too many easy shots with the concrete thing that I decided not to not to bother. But it is, when you get to it, it is an, it's a national scandal. Um, and I don't know if it will end up playing out quite as much, but it really, really should. Um, simply because... You know, as the stories come out, so many of these buildings that we're now talking about that have been closed and all the chaos towards the start of a school term. And having spent time, you know, as a school governor, having spent time around schools, schools are genuinely excited to have students and have children back in the buildings. The whole purpose of a school is to have children in the buildings that you won't find... Um, a school teacher or somebody running a school that likes having students learning remotely it's just it's just not a thing and they genuinely gear up and they genuinely do look forward to the start of of the new term um, so for those schools that have had all the chaos thrown in the last minute decision making what sounds like or is becoming apparent um, not a very joined up decision making process as well to highlight an issue that has been known about for a long, long time um, is 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 just beyond scandalous, really. Um, I listened to the interview on Monday morning with the um, the ex um, civil servant, the senior civil servant, who who basically threw uh, Sunak and the government under the bus. Um, and simply said, look, we, we knew about this, we knew it was a problem, we knew we had schools coming to the end of their natural life, there's nothing about this that isn't, isn't, wasn't very visible and very predictable, and, and they, they were pushing to try, obviously because the, the, the school build, building programme under Labour was, was, was canned, there was still a building programme in place, but it wasn't, it wasn't the one that was, was there before, and they were pushing to get maybe... 200 schools a year um, maybe being repaired um, even though they needed they you know they needed to refurb rebuild whatever a number far high, higher than that with all the data they had and, and and as you clearly said there's lots of data they were pushing for a, a much larger number to be to be repaired and what actually happened was the number the number got halved so with all the schools that are being identified that that have um, 
this this aerated concrete, this rack in them, um, and the ones that they knew were, were, were definitely in that final phase of life. And as he said, the problem is you don't know when this this is going to be a problem. The 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 concrete cracks from the inside out. You know that they have a shelf life of. 40 years these schools whatever it was you know that you've got a number that are going past that point but you don't know as has happened in the summer when the roof is literally going to fall in and to find ourselves in this situation is absolutely is absolutely as I say scandalous is the only word I can I can think of so it'll be it will be interesting to see how this plays out but it, as I said at the beginning I don't know how you don't just see it for exactly exactly what it is Tuesday. I'm sat in the garden, and you, but you may be able to hear the sound of a ticking clock, and that's because the old clock that used to be in my office um, is is now in the garden. It, it went in the loft um, for ages, um, but because it's plastic, it's a metal-looking thing, but it's actually plastic. And I always love. I've had this clock for. 20 years and and I thought well why not why not put it on a fence in the garden so it's it's on a fence just behind me so you might might hear it but that's not what I was planning on on talking about next and if you've noticed that um that the hotel room is the is the title of the episode and that's because I spent the first couple of days in London this week the first three days and I was very very fortunate to stay at the Renaissance Hotel at St Pancras which is one of my favorite places to be I talked a bit about the Sheraton Hotel in uh, Los Angeles as being one of my one of my um, you know kind of special places um, and St Pancras is, is is absolutely that. Now, where the Sheraton is, not necessarily. It's about the hotel. It's a it's it's about the people and the location, and and one of those kind of things. The 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 St Pancras Renaissance is about the hotel. It's an incredible incredible building. It's a big big red brick building. Um, just and it looks like the um, the the frontage of of. Of the well, it is the frontage of the railway station to a certain extent, but it, it looks like a grandiose Victorian railway station. And it, as a building, it was it was 1869, I think it was open, but it was it was closed for a lot of years before it was refurbished. And it's just a, a wonderful place to stay. And the next time I stay there, I'm going to do an episode from there. I tried to this week because there's places in the hotel I want to take you to, uh, and I'd like you to uh, I'd like to share some imagery but also I'd like you to hear as well because you can hear them um but what I'm going to do before that is is do the little bit of the backstory which is um I mean it was a company thing this week hence the reason somebody else was paying it's an expensive hotel to stay in but it's a hotel that uh, we've stayed in quite a lot but the only reason we've stayed in it quite a lot is is because of reward points so um, when I uh, had my previous role with Shaw, um, the Shaw offices were based at Waltham Abbey, and I used to have to be down there a couple of times a month, probably for three-day stretches at a time. So I used to stay in the local hotel, and the local hotel was a Marriott, and because of that, I signed up to their rewards program. Now, over the period of over the course of sort of ten, eleven years, um, I I woke up in the Waltham Abbey Marriott somewhere in the regions of 730 times so I spent over two years of my life or I have spent over two years of my life um, having a meal um, 
and getting into bed and doing all those things at, at that hotel. And it's an okay hotel and the staff were always fantastic, but it's only an okay hotel. And there is nothing... Uh, there's, there's nothing to take any kind of joy or comfort or pride in staying 700 plus nights at any hotel irrespective of where it is it's not a lifestyle I would I would recommend to anybody um, but because of that the one thing the one thing that came as a bonus for that was the fact that very quickly I I started collecting a lot of points and points may, uh, meant hotel rooms and my status uh, as far as Marriott concerned very quickly became the top of whatever it could be so I'm I'm lifetime platinum elite at Marriott there is another status now which is amb- ambassador which you can only get to by staying regularly still and I was ambassador for a while but you have to do a number of nights every year to keep that going and but in terms of the, my, my other status I'm a lifetime uh, elite member uh, and again, not not a, a, a sort of uh, badge of pride in terms of how you get there. But what it means is that, um, and I've still got points left, it means that we were able to stay at hotels like the St Pancras uh, fairly regularly. We would often go down and have a night or two before London, go and catch a show and stay in that hotel. And the hotel itself is just breathtaking. There are so many features of the hotel that are absolutely, uh, that they're a step back in time. And it's absolutely wonderful and it was lovely to go back this week and it's not changed and it's still the same place. And I'm not going to go into too much more detail because I, I do want to do that and I would have done this week if I had time. Um, but if if you get a chance, go and have a look. Have a look at a picture of the place. Um, it is, it's, it's really quite special. If you ever find yourself in a situation where you get a chance to stay there, then grab it because it really is just one of those one of those hotels Wednesday speaking of the hotel I put a a picture up on Instagram and on Facebook of um, uh, a cup of tea Um, and the mugs that they have in the um, the whole branding of the the Renaissance is great but the mugs are fantastic and uh, to the point where I asked, if, I asked if they'd let me bring one home, which they did. They let me bring a, a mug home this week. Um, but I, I posted a picture of a cup of tea in this particular mug on the table in my in my room. And for the first time ever, because I use a, a hashtag, uh, show as your cuppa, on the hope that pe- other people would join in. And there are other people that use it. Uh, Lobster Linda is a, is a big show as your cuppa user. Um, and there's a couple of other people who do it as well. Um, but... This week on Facebook, everybody piled in with pictures there and then. And in the moment, show us your cuppa, which was absolutely fantastic. I think I must have got about 10 people who just who just took part then and there. And that's the first time that many people have really got involved. So I'm hoping from now on this is the start of something where when somebody posts using that hashtag, other people other people join in it's um it's a little bit like and i've forgotten the name of the platform that that we talked about in the past where you have to to be real it's a bit it's a bit kind of a it's a beverage version of be real really the call to action goes out and you just because let's face it nobody's ever more than an hour in between brews of some description you know being it be it some form of whopper kappa frapper gino thing or be it or be it a, a tea or a coffee or whatever it might be so um so I was 
it did make me smile. It did make me smile. It did give me that kind of warm feeling uh, that everybody just... And I don't know why it would be this week that everybody chose to get involved, but everybody chose to get involved this week, and it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. So for all of those of you who did, thank you very much. Um, and for those of you who missed out but want to next time, then just keep an eye out. I posted it on Instagram and, by default, Facebook, because it copies it across. And it is that just that 30 seconds thing. If you've got a brew on the go, let's have a look at it. Thursday. So I ran twice while I was down in London. I do love running in London if I can. I do love running along the, ri- the, the river if I can. There's something about a run that involves a bit along a river. I, don't, I can't explain why it is, but I just like it. So I did two runs while I was there, but it... By the by, the nature of the routes that I took, and the routes were broadly similar, but they were different each day. Um, but it, it reminded me of something that's very important when I walk, less so when I run. It's hard around here when I run, but it's definitely uh, easier to do when I walk. In fact, I make a point of trying to do it when I walk. And that's circular routes. I, I really like I really like a circular route, and to the point where if I can. I don't like it to cross at all. So when you when you post your walk on Strava or, or you see a picture of your walk on whatever of the apps that you've used, I like it to be a circle, if it can be. And if it's going to cross, if I'm going to cross... Because in a perfect world, it's an open circle. So I, I can go out, let's say I head to the end of the road and I head left, and I do a big circle come round and I head back into the road right and I don't actually have to cross until I get to the house. Um, so if I can do that and not cross at all, I will. Uh, very Ghostbusters. I don't like crossing the streams. But if I do have to cross, I like to cross once. So it looks like it's almost a tie. It's like a balloon and a tie. And I, I, I know what you're thinking, and you're right. This is completely overthought. So don't d- don't dwell on this too long. And there's definitely an OCD thing here. But I do put quite a lot of thought when I'm out walking into exactly where I've been and where I will cross. And, and ensuring that I don't cross, or if I do cross, I cross once. It's nice to almost do a figure of 80 kind of thing if I can, if that makes sense, though it doesn't quite work out like that. But I'm very, very conscious when I'm doing it what that point will be. That must say something about me. There will be a thing. I won't be the only person who does this. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it is a thing. And if it's a thing for you, then I'd be interested to know what you do in those circumstances. But it was... I was out running, realising I was thinking about it as I was running, and then thinking, I do this all the time. I think about this as I'm out all the time uh, in terms of the route, and it might change the road I walk back on or the road I walk out on or any number of factors uh, to try and get that that kind of perfect circle on the Strava map. Friday. You know what we're going to finish with, and I could have used it for the title this week. And the only reason I haven't used it for the title this week, and that would have been would have been back to concrete, um, to be honest. I could have used angry, um, but I've used angry before. There's a Matchbox Twenty tune called Angry, and I've used angry before, which brings us into a whole thing then about whether I can use same title, different song as an episode title. And I think I can. I think I can. So I might I might be holding the second angry back and using it later on but I'm going to talk angry because we had that wonderful situation this week where the Rolling Stones uh, launched a new song, launched, announced a new album 
did it in London. Uh, I think Hackney Diamonds is a fantastic name for what may well be their last album. Um, and and I love the single. I really, really love the single. I love the single because it's made me smile. It's it's everything you'd you'd want out of a Rolling Stones tune. Uh, it's actually it's it's got a it, it's got a sound that's unmistakable with the Stones. It's got a guitar riff that's unmistakable with the Stones. It's got Jagger's vocals, fantastic. I mean, his, his voice for his age is unbelievable. Um, it's it's one of those kind of topics for a song that that is very much the Stones um, with the play with the play on words and with the what's going on in the in the lyric and what it's describing. Um, I, a lot of it's, it's had a lot of very very the response has been great to it critically. A lot of people saying it's the best Stone single in forty years. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I think there's been some better Stone singles in the in, as pieces of art in the last forty years. I think things like has anyone anybody seen my baby is a, a better tune. Uh, Love is strong is a, is is a good tune with a great video. Um, so I think there's other stuff that's um, you know that's that's out there as as better piece of work as far as the Stones is concerned. But in this later period of Stones, I think it's I just think it's it's a perfect song for now. It's an absolutely perfect song for now. Uh, it 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 talks to a band that doesn't want to get, grow old. It talks to a band that still want to do things their way, uh, and then and they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be changed, and then and they're not going to be put into a space or a box. Um, and I, and I just thought it was great. I think there's there's a, there's quite a, a very clever little bit of melody in the middle, that's that's really quite interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing what the rest of the album uh, sounds like, but. The, I don't know. It's just, and I talked about this because we we had a Stones um, single came through the the pandemic, but there's just something about that band, ab- ab- about what they do, about the fact that even after all these years, and they are the biggest rock and roll band in the world, but it's still all a little bit ramshackle as well. Um, they are just a group of lads from London. It, it it's it's just. It's just great, and it can't do anything other than the make you smile. And if you haven't heard it, give it a listen. But give it two or three listens. It's only three minutes long. Give it two or three listens because, trust me, by the third you'll be hooked. There's something about it that really is. And on that, on that non bombshell, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a day. Get back inside and start putting this thing to together, and then get on with the rest of what is quite a chocker Saturday. Um, junior football starts again tomorrow, so we've got all that kicking off. I'm going to be blowing grass off a pitch and marking lines this afternoon. Um, after we've got um, birthday, um, you know, friends' birthday sort of celebrations out the way. Um, but I hope you all. I hope you enjoy. I know it's. I know it's hot, and we probably are get all getting a little bit cheesed off with it now. But en- enjoy the last big, a bit of it over the weekend before it breaks into next week. Uh, keep safe. Keep well. Keep showing us your cup, and I'll see you soon. If you've enjoyed Therapy for Me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.